0: There is so much unpredictability in today's financial world. To successfully retire in that environment, it's so important to get on track and stay there. And that's why Steve Davis and Sean Told of Davis Wealth Management bring you the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast. And joining them today to help keep you on the right path, here's Peter St. James.
1: So I know before we turn on the mics, you said you wanted to, wanted to know if I had a smart retirement plan. Is this like having a smartphone? It can be. Really? Sure. Okay. Explain. Absolutely.
2: Well, if you you I gave you the shovel. (laughs) (laughs) No, if you have a really good advisor, you talk to your advisor. He'll tell you that you have a smart retirement plan that you've done it right. Just like your smartphone, you ask your smartphone to do something and it will do it. Your a good advisor will do the same thing. That was very good. Thank you. I wasn't sure you were going to get out of
1: that, but that, that's good. I <laughs> <laughs> Figured I'd try a little hook. But um, So we all think we have a smart retirement plan, right? We
2: hope we do. Uh-huh. We hope we do. A uh, lot, lot going on in that world. Uh, Fidelity Investments in 2022 uh, did a study on retirement planning and the state of it. 71%... Of Americans are very concerned about the impact of inflation on retirement preparedness. 31% don't know how to make sure the retirement savings is going to keep up. So in other words, one of the biggest problems we have right now is with inflation. Some people have retired, locked into their plan, and their plan has a steady income flow coming into it, but there's no mechanisms to have it kick up when inflation hits and that's not being and ready for retirement, and that's not having a smart retirement plan. That's where you know, you come in and sit down and talk to Sean and I, we're gonna actually go through the process of what if this happens? We would have already discussed with you 10 years ago, what if inflation hits? Do we have another asset or another resource that we can flip the switch to create more income so we're not living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. People are very nervous today, right? I mean, we I had a call this morning with a um, with a lady who called in, into the office, and she just inherited some money. And she says, I really want to make sure this is safe. I don't want to lose any money. But the fact of the matter is she needs growth in that, right? And I said, well, we can put it into something safe for you where there's no risk to, to lose any money, but you're going to make, you know, between 4 and 5%. Uh, which is not bad, right? Right, given what we've seen. But when you have inflation at anything right. above that, mm-hmm. you're actually losing money, um, and a lot of people don't understand that. They want that safety and the security, but if you go all in on the safety and security, you will be losing money to inflation every mm-hmm. single year. There's no way to keep up with that. So you have to have a blend, and you have to bring in other things. It's not just investments. You got to bring in how much you're spending, what your savings rate is. It's, it's a very much a mosaic approach. This this smart retirement plan.
1: Well, the thing I found interesting, Steve, you said 30, 71% of Americans are concerned about the impact of inflation on their retirement. 31% said they don't know how to make sure their retirement savings keep up. So does that mean that two-thirds of them do know how to make their retirement savings keep up? Well, it's... it's that That's surprising. If 31% say, I don't know how to do it, does that mean, should I read into that that, that... of the people... The other two-thirds said, yeah, we know how to do it.
2: I think most people, if they're sitting in front of an advisor, they'll know how to do it. Okay. They'll know how to do it. Okay? Very important to understand all the potential impacts and roadblocks coming down the road when it comes to preparing a smart retirement plan. And I can't emphasize it enough. It's when we sit with someone and we start to have this conversation, we start to ask some pretty hard questions. And a lot of times... We'll get answers. Well, I don't know. I really never thought about that. Well, we're going to force you into thinking about things, because you never know what kind of curveball is going to get thrown your way. Yeah. What if you have a uh, catastrophic health event? Have you prepared for that? You know, okay, your insurances may cover it, but what if it's, what if it's a nursing home and all of a sudden you're in, you know, a nursing home for Alzheimer's or dementia, right, right. and it's not covered under your health insurance. And it's costing you twelve to fifteen to eighteen thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Have you prepared for that? Have you even had that conversation? Okay. I would think probably a lot of people no have not had that conversation. No, they don't. They don't want to face that yeah. conversation. It's a difficult one to have, and it's a hard thing to solve for. But when you come down and sit with us in our office, we're going to talk about it. And you know, sometimes when you're looking to solve those types of issues. You maybe don't have to solve for the whole enchilada. Maybe you just have to solve for maybe a portion of it so you can actually protect some assets. There's a lot of things you can do out there when it comes to these types of planning strategies. So it's really important to sit down with someone and make sure they're asking the right questions and make sure you ask the
1: right questions. And
2: eventually you'll get to you know a really good smart retirement plan.
1: All right. Let's, let's start to Put a little formula together here, or or, or the sort of framework of a smart plan. Um, what's what's the first step? Create a budget.
2: Right. Number okay. one. Okay. Number one. Create a budget. Okay. That budget comes from understanding what you spend week in, week out, month to month, year to year. What I'm doing now, not what I could be doing in five years. You do it now. Okay. And you can get those answers, and you break them down. We break them down into two categories: survival. Mm-hmm. Expenses? Okay. These are the things you have to pay for no matter what. Mm-hmm. Okay? Property taxes, mortgage, health insurance, car insurance, car registration, electricity. You know, the list goes on. These are the everyday expenses. Child support, alimony. That too.
1: Okay, hey, it's got to be in there. <laughs>
2: it's in there. If you if you if you have to meet that need, that's that's a survival expense. Right. And then you have the desired expenses. That's, you know, dining out, concerts, movies, hobbies, hunting, fishing. You know, if you're into, you know, the Harley scene and you want to, you know, you're always buying additional equipment for your Harley Davidson, or you're going on trips with your Harley to have the money set aside. So you're not worried about it. So creating the budget is, is the key component. And that's the starting point. And how many people that come to you
1: have done that already?
2: Or or a
3: variation. Or 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 at
1: least somewhat of a budget. Yeah.
3: Less than half. I mean, people have yeah. an idea of I, how I, much they're spending, but I I love it when some people come in. They have the Sean. I didn't use your sheet. I've got my budget here. Yeah, and it's great to see. Oh, when um, they, yeah. yeah, Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, I love
2: yeah. it when someone comes in oh. with that. I'm like, this person owns their expenses. That's, That's great. That's great.
3: And this serves two purposes, right? You know, this is you know th- this budget is for people that are that are still working. First of all. all, right? We're still working. We're making money. Where's this money going? And what we want to do is identify where there's opportunities, basically, to save more where we can maybe reduce some things and put more money into savings. But it also serves a second purpose, especially when you're retired. If we see a big market decline like we see today, and you don't want to be taking money out of your uh, your savings because you want to allow that to, to come back, okay, where can I cut expenses? Now we have the survival expenses and then the desired expenses. So we're going to look at that desired area and see where we can cut. So it's a really, really important tool to have.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, it creates real numbers.
2: It's, I always tell people it's the Holy Grail. If you want to retire, own your expenses, own your lifestyle. Don't take it lightly because that's when you can run into problems. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Saving regularly is an extremely important aspect of building this plan. Mm -hmm. Whether it's into your 401k, 403b, 457, whatever vehicles you're using, to save. You want to make sure you're doing it regularly. And Do you do that? <clears throat> continue to save even after you're in your golden years? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I mean, some people do. If you're fortunate enough that you can do that, I mean, we have a lot of clients who worked many years, saved really well in the 401ks and, you know, it produces their RMD and they don't need that RMD to live off it because they have a pension and social security and their wife's pension and social security throws off the RMDs. They're taking that excess that they don't need that they have to take and saving it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay.
3: right. And I I look at this, um, it it, it serves several purposes. You're going to benefit from compounding interest. The earlier you start saving, uh, the more powerful that growth will be over time. So try to start saving as soon as you possibly can um, to benefit from compound interest. The second is what we call dollar cost averaging. The market goes up in the long term. Your investments will go up in the long term. But during that long term, there'll be periods where they go down like we see now. If you're saving on a regular basis every week, every month, you're now taking advantage of these dips and you're buying in low. So that is very powerful. And hopefully if you do this on a regular basis and you just have the money coming out of your paycheck, you can add a little bit to it when you get a raise and increase it over time, you'll never miss it, right? So really take advantage of your employer retirement plans, whether they be a 401k or 403b, put money over there and over the years you'll you won't even miss it. it'll be there, and it'll be growing on the side uh and it'll be a very important piece of this smart retirement plan makes sense
2: so avoiding debt is mm. probably one of the biggest factors going into retirement that you have to be aware of. sometimes it's interesting we I've been doing this for really twenty years now and the amount of people who come in and they have no debt and then they start talking about buying second homes because they're going into retirement. And I'm like, well, how are you going to do that? And they're going to take on a whole nother mortgage and, you know, I'll use it for rental and be very careful. Our number one focus going into retirement is to basically eliminate your, all all your debt if Mm -hmm. you can, Mm -hmm. okay, if you can. And always focus on the debt that you're paying the highest interest rates on, okay? Whether it be credit card bills, uh, you know, car loans, mortgages, whatever yep. you've borrowed, whatever you have debt on, understand what the interest rates associated with that loan are, and you can methodically eat away and eliminate those before you get into retirement. Because yeah, something
3: pe- happens, most people
1: understand that coming in to see you.
3: I think it, conceptually, people most yeah. people get it, um, but I think we also see a lot of people that basically it's a trap right? Debt is a trap. And they get into it and they borrow money to do this and borrow money to do that. And when I say borrow money, I mean, you know, use your credit card or maybe you borrow money to, to buy the car. And it's just a vicious cycle. And it, and it just keeps going. And then you're, you're borrowing to pay the debt. And it's, it can be bad, but people understand uh, the importance of not having it. And I would also suggest that you really think about the debt you have going into retirement, because what has changed is you no longer have the ability to make money. You're retired. You can't, that's not happening anymore. And if you have debt on your car or your home and something goes awry and you can no longer afford to pay those debts, they're going to take your home. They're going to take your car, right? That's the last thing you would ever want to face in retirement. If you're young and working, it's not pleasant, but you still have the ability to work and make money and, and try to – and, and bounce back. And bounce yeah, back. You, know. uh, you can't bounce very well.
2: Um, in retirement
1: yeah I I would think before people hit retirement the mortgage is paid off the cars are paid off I I would think that most people
2: get that most people do and most people do that but it's a it's interesting I mean you, you hit on the car well you know 15 years ago what was the longest car loan rate you got for what four years five years yeah and now they're what 8 or 9 years, nine years. right, right.
3: Yeah. i, I, I wouldn't. didn't we just hear that the a, i don't know if it's the average but there's a lot of monthly car payments out there that are $1000 a month $1000 right a month yeah. $1000 i can't imagine that
1: well the, the <laughs> average price of a, a vehicle now is like 25 to 30 grand oh, you know way but, or am I yeah. way low yeah you're am I, low <laughs> am i years behind myself but the used car boom is, is coming to an end. If you believe yeah. some of yep. the stuff, uh, the values came down 14% last year. They're expected to come down another 4% uh, this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carvana, yeah. Apparently, they're laying off people and closing up companies because they're stuck with inventory that they can't make money on anymore. Right. Yep. Right. Sean's right. good at right. that kind of stuff. So the other thing we should look
3: at doing is really investing wisely. Right. You want to have a good, diversified plan um, that has, uh, you know, as Grandma said, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You want to have some stocks and some bonds, some big stocks, some little stocks, some growth and value. Um, and you're going to want to adjust this as you mature as you get older, as you near retirement, you're going to be more aggressive when you're younger. And then as you get older, it's going to be a little bit more conservative and more conservative. You still need some growth because we're spending a lot of years in retirement. Uh, but it's important to have a good diversified mix of some growth as well as some stability.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I do have a lot of clients who don't get more conservative as they've gotten older. They're, they're aggressive really? and they stay aggressive and they're aggressive and they just even though they'll take a little bit bigger of a hit during like a year like last year, they recover quicker and their overall average rate of return is much higher, but they can afford to. So they're, they yeah. they position themselves to say, hey, you know, I don't need to tap into that account in bad times, but when it's good, I can tap into it and I can take a lot more out of it because it's making more. But with that being said, that's understanding your risk profile and what you're right. comfortable with. Yep. And that's one of the key things that we always sit down the initial sit down with us is a, we want to know what your risk is. And then we monitor that every three years because people do change. I just had a client where we did the risk profile. They were conservative three years later. And they're three years older. They went from conservative. Now they're moderate. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody changes. So, but we want to make sure we're investing in the proper investments based on what you're willing to accept from a risk Interesting. standpoint.
1: Interesting. All right. Uh, does insurance come to, into play in putting together uh, a smart retirement plan?
3: I think it can play a, a very important role okay. for, for some people, but not everybody. Right. And insurance plays a role in in different ways. You know, one one way we use insurance is to protect a family. Mm. Right. If you um, are married or if, and, and if you have kids, um, if you pass away and and those the, those wages are now gone, it's going to protect your children. Right now, we can afford to keep them housed and college and everything else, uh, or protect your your husband or your wife if you know if they're left with the children. So it's it's for protection. The other way you can do it is use it for a basically a wealth accumulation piece, right? You can use a, a a whole life insurance policy or a cash value insurance policy that will give you a death benefit should you pass away, but it's also used as a savings vehicle that you can then tap into in retirement. And the nice thing about it is when you tap into that cash value, you're actually borrowing from your life insurance policy and it's tax-free, right? You don't have to pay those taxes on that. So that could be a tool for, for some income in retirement as well. Hmm.
2: Yeah. The insurance part of it can be complex because you you talk about life insurance. You also want to talk about long-term care insurance. These are the conversations we're going to have with anybody who sits down with us. Whether or not it fits them, it will depend on them. It's our job though to educate you and to make you understand what all the different components in that insurance industry, how they affect you, if they affect you at all, and really walk through the process. Staying informed is the most critical thing because as we've seen just recently, laws are constantly changing. They just changed the new RMD requirement. We went from 70 and a half. COVID came, we went to 72. uh, Just in December, right at the end of the year, they now changed it to age 73. So if you haven't turned age 72, if you turned age 72 last year, the new law doesn't affect you. You still have to continue to take your RMD. But if you turn age 72 this year, you don't have to take your RMD. You now get to wait until 73. Hmm. So staying informed and understanding what changes are going on in the world from an economic standpoint and a financial standpoint, extremely important. They're constantly changing the rules to the 401k plans. Uh, They never used to allow you to have Ross Inside the 401ks, now they do. There's also talk about in the 401k plans of putting annuities in. Did they change that law, Sean? Uh,
3: I do believe some annuities are now available in 401k, in 401k plans. But let's k- back up to the Roth for a minute, because what's really nice about this um, this Roth provision is that. Prior to this year, you could have a Roth sleeve of your 401k. So you're going to put money in after tax, but then your employer contribution was going to be pre-tax. So you would go along with a 401k that basically has two buckets in it. Now with this new Secure Act um, 2.0, you can request that your employer put their employer match in on a Roth basis. So that means it's going to be tax-free. So you're going to pay taxes on it the year they give it to you. Right. So if they put 4000 in, you're going to add 4000 to your you know, your income at the end of the year. But you're going to do away with the vesting schedule. Any Roth contribution you get from your employer is now 100% vested. So if you leave that company in six months or a year or two years, you can take all of that money with you. This is brand new. I don't think we're seeing a lot of plans with that provision in them yet. But that's this is what the new SECURE Act... Um, Uh,
0: allows you've been listening to the path to wealth and wisdom podcast presented by davis wealth management if you have any questions call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com you can also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite apps Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Davis Wealth Management and guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed.